0: This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack'em Sound. I'm Tiffany. So this is a late night edition, so I think we should keep our voices down. Why? I know that it's, it's after dark. Oh. Most people are probably either trying to go to bed so oh. they can get up and go to work, or they're, you know, probably keeping somebody up. Anyway, I, I just wanted to uh, preface a couple things. First of all, obviously, this is not the usual time we meet for Off the Rack. No, not even uh, So don't get used to this. Also, we apologize if you are like trying to catch the show because you want to see us live, but you also are doing it a great personal sacrifice. Uh, don't forget, this episode will be available for posterity afterwards, so you won't miss much. Also, it's all going to be available on audio over on all the places you can find Elseworlds Exchange. And now, Elseworlds Exchange, slash off the rack, can be found on Spotify. Ooh. So if you go on Spotify, you look us up, Elseworlds Exchange, we are there. If you go to any of our social medias, you can find a link directly to it. But uh, within the next couple of days, we should be officially integrated. But like, you can go there and find us now. That's so great. That's happening, yeah. That's great. Um, a few other things that are happening before mm-hmm. we get into the comics. First of all... Uh, the Disney-Fox merger is happening tonight within the next 45 minutes or so. So, uh, you know, whether you're a big proponent of the fact that the Marvel Universe is kind of more or less getting back together in cinematic form, or if you're worried that, like, Disney is responsible for, like, 61% of all box office revenue now, uh, and big mega conglomerates merging together, either way, it's it's a crazy, ridiculous time in movies and uh it's an unprecedented period, and, well, I don't think it's that unprecedented, because back in the day, when, like, Hollywood was in its infancy, big major studios owned each other. It was very incestuous, so, uh, but anyway, that's happening. It's a big tentpole moment in mm. comics slash comic movie history, so, uh, if it, if it happens, to, if it comes to that, we will make note of it in the show. Nice. Uh, also, we want to thank everybody for being here live, and if you are here live, we want to encourage you to use the Super Chats. The Super Chats are another way for you to participate and make this a collaborative live show. We read your Super Chats on the air. I figure if you're going to pay a little money, we might as well at least read the answer, acknowledge it in the show, but please keep in mind that when we do that, we're trying to do it organically, so we're not like, Tiffany, stop. Talking right now because I have to read what this guy says. Like, just right. but we're gonna, but we will get to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so just want to mention that. Also, you may notice we're in a different place right now because it's after dark. We're over here in Tiffany's set for
1: <laughs> the Twitch
0: stream. If you yeah. go to Twitch TV slash Comic Pop TV on Sundays and Wednesdays, yeah. you can find Tiffany streaming games. Uh, lately with dad butts, but more normally. Dad butts. Just, just catch Tiffany whatever, whatever. Playing,
1: uh, playing, playing,
0: playing the Twitch streams. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I think there's at least one or two episodes that are available right now on the Twitch stream you can watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can catch up on some God of War.
0: Exactly, God of War. We just started, so that's pretty exciting. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: Um, and also, third thing, um, I did get a new haircut. You did get a new haircut. People <laughs> recognize that you actually it's changed short. your hair.
0: You got a lot. It's Ugh. much shorter. So, there you go. I think it looks great. Thanks. I think it's fantastic. <gasps> Which is short. Anyway, uh, but, um, yeah.
1: Let's actually talk about comics. Please, yes. Or, uh, or whatever so else. Obviously, that you
0: gotta do. this is the comic book review show where we take books that came out this past week, recap, review them, and let you know what we thought about them, and then we give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. Yes. So, uh, let's jump into them. Uh, I read Amazing Spider Man. Ooh. Obviously. Yes. Because I like this series.
1: Yeah, I know you, you were kind of interested in this whole. Craven thing that's going on. Yeah, that's pretty much all I know is what you have talked about in terms of Craven. Yes,
0: I'm not the bit world's biggest Craven fan. I've made. No, I no, think you are. Oh yeah, no, I, I am. Think, you, I have a I have a full cosplay ready to go of Craven the Hunter in his ridiculous outfit. Love it. Uh, but no, this is Amazing Spider-Man number seventeen, or in the legacy numbering eight eighteen. Ooh. Uh, yeah, this is of course written by Nick Spencer with art by Humberto Ramos. Uh, this is kicking off Hunted. Which is the big Spider-Man event right. that's happening? Um, in this issue, we're setting up most of the stuff that's happening. Craven uh, we're we're getting an, in in the, the last issue. We got a lot of setup. You know, Craven made the High Evolutionary make like eighty-seven clones of himself. One of them <laughs> killed all of them. He kicked right. away. He he kicked his daughter out. She killed everybody, and it's it's very like murderous and gross. I don't understand what it is with Marvel and their fascination with Spider-Man villains being like, like, the cover of this issue is Kraven with all these severed heads, and I get that. That's hunting, right? Yeah. But, like, if I didn't just see a friggin' two major Spider-Man events about people who hunted Spider-Man characters, and they were visualized by having severed heads on their wall, like, I wouldn't be so fatigued by this. But, like, for some reason, people love like Marvel loves showing me Spider-Man villains that like want to eat him or destroy him and like su- and and suspend some part of his body on a wall. It's Just gross and weird. I
1: guess maybe there's a fascination of the fact that typically the spider is the hunter. Is the hunter? I mean, like yes, they are eaten by other larger prey, but yes. like in terms of you know, yeah, but he's when you all, think of spiders themselves, like they feed
0: on other insects. Right. He's been hunted spiders. for years now. It's just it's never ending. Okay. But uh, this is setting up a lot of where we're going and what, what's happening. Craven facilitated the kidnapping of pretty much every animal-based Spider-Man villain, which is most of Spider-Man, most of Spider-Man's rogues uh-huh. gallery, uh, But uh, and, and and kept them and Spider-Man and a couple of allies like uh, Kurt Connor's son, Billy, who is also a lizard boy, uh, and black cat, Felicia Hardy. She's a cat, so obviously she's involved. Right. Uh, and they're all trapped in Central Park under like a web, an electrical web net. So Central Park is the is is going to be the hunting ground. All of these
1: pe- people know villains. this is happening, right? Oh,
0: not only that, but like Craven made friends with all like those douchebag dentists that go to Africa and like kill rhinos and stuff like that. Yeah, no offensive dentists. No, 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 but I'm talking about those dentists that are like, I need to feel like I can actually achieve an <laughs> erection. I'll go to Africa and I'll kill like a rhino or something beautiful. And uh so instead, Craven made front of uh, made friends with all those people and then made them into it's 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 uh, it's that Ice Cube movie. Uh, it's based off the most dangerous game. I bl- I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I know. Surviving called. the game. I think it's yeah, called. I think it is surviving. And the it's game. got Gary Busey in it. It's yeah. by the way so stupid and great. But anyway, the idea is a bunch of rich people take their guns. And they go someplace where they shouldn't, and they hunt the most dangerous game, which is man. Yes. So it's a bunch of like, you know, one percenters with like. Assault rifles or sniper rifles, like running into uh, Central Park trying to kill Spider-Man and his rogues' galleries.
1: Right, but like the news must know about this.
0: Well, we haven't seen that yet, but there's going to be a gazillion tie-ins with this series. So right, I'm sure we'll see. Maybe the... he's
1: monetizing it. Uh,
0: like yeah, like Media screwball. Or, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> my my. Anyway, that's what the story is. Um. Oh, also, it's Craven's son, like the the most pure, strong Craven clone. He's also hunting spiders. So it's like, oh. Um the book is incredible because of its opening. The opening is it's Craven and he's literally doing all the same shit he did in Craven's Last Hunt, which is arguably the greatest Craven story of all time. He, eat? he doesn't eat the spiders, but he does like he wears nothing. He's in like a misty trophy room. Right. He like breaks shit. He goes into like that big, beautiful cathedral where his coffin is waiting, and there it is. Because the thing is, Craven was brought back to life. Yeah. Um, and he can't be killed by anybody except for Spider-Man because they sacrificed a Spider-Man to bring him back. That's how these mm. kinds of things work. Right, so, yeah. And because Spider-Man won't kill anybody, Kraven's kind of stuck. But uh, Craven's planning on dying, and he's like, and this is how it's going to happen.
1: Kraven could do a lot more with this.
0: I know, but like, I'm glad they're not, because Spencer wants us to think of... Craven's Last Hunt.
1: Oh, no, I know. I meant, like, but Craven's being... so He could be philanthropic.
0: Oh, he's he's doing that, too. He's making money. And I think he's doing it to preserve species. Who knows? The, the point is, you know, Craven's an <laughs> idiot, and he's a crappy character, and who cares? Like, the best thing that they ever did with him when they brought him back after the Craven's Last Hunt mm-hmm. was nothing. So I'm oh. looking forward to seeing anything with him right, that's right. in any way remotely engaging. Okay. Uh, and especially because since Spencer knows that this is, like... Not even close to Craven's Last Hunt, yeah, and he's referencing it. I mm-hmm. think we're gonna get we're gonna get something that circumvents expectations while also I think satisfying some.
1: Okay, that's fair. Uh,
0: but I dug it, and I especially liked it because I I like what's his name. Uh, I like uh, Humberto Ramos's art on Spider-Man. I think it's really good.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and I think it's only gotten better over the years. And I think it's like. It's it really fits this story. Okay. So I think this will, this is gonna be great. I'm not a really big fan of Ryan Hotley's art on this series, and I've made no bones about it. No,
1: that's but yeah, uh, But I'm happy that
0: this event is gonna be. First of all, it's an arc. It's not even an <laughs> event. But like Marvel, of course, is like, whoa, well, can we turn it into an event? And of course they will. And so there's like a lot of sure. there's a lot of other stuff that's okay. uh, you know that's gonna t- get tied in. I think that there's gonna be like you know Spider-Man number one dot hu for Hunted, the, the dots. By the way, like, Spider-Man.1.5. Fuck you. It's the worst thing you can do. So stupid. Uh, Anyway, but I recommend it. I think it's a really good song. Okay. Uh, Jumping into the Super Chats before we move on. The Red Samurai says, I love you guys. Uh, Also, I love that Hickman's back. It's probably going to be X-Men. He wanted it for years. There's a big announcement. I, I forgot about that. I think I wanted to mention that at the top of the show. Hickman is... Joining is gonna go back to Marvel, right? Um, I'm really thankful they didn't do any creepy sexual innuendos like the DC did with Bendis, where it's just Superman like with his with his crotch pointed at the screen saying Bendis is coming. At the very least, we didn't get like Hickman is gonna just finish all over your face and chest. Like, thank you very much, Marvel. It just is. <laughs> it's just a white page that says, Hickman. Yeah, and Hickman's been kind of teasing all these different things. Like, uh, he's been saying like, oh, you know, you gotta evolve. Uh, like people are like, oh, is it X Men? Rob from Comics Explained's been wanting it to be X Men forever, and just for that, I bet it's Eternals.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> you're saying evolve.
0: I know they're talking about a lot of things. I hope it's X Men because that'll make me actually read it. And
1: uh, it'll be it, in humans.
0: It'll be the humans, and then I will never. Read it. <laughs> it'll it, there's no way it's in humans. No, I know. But uh, but I'm thinking it's Eternals because. <laughs> I had always thought that the Eternals movie was actually like a subterfuge. It's they're like, no, we're working on the X Men movie, but we can call it Eternals. And yeah, then it's but just they like I
1: already have a Neil Gaiman book, which
0: oh, I know, but like nobody read it, right? But nobody uh,
1: nobody read it. But that is the way to get like other people who are just aware of Neil, yes, to get into an Eternals movie. Yeah,
0: but that Eternals book, as you remember, is connected to Civil War yeah, back it in two thousand six. So, it it, and it's inexorably connected to that, even though. Also, they killed all the Eternals in like an off-panel moment in like an event recently. That's nice. So it really it was really dumb. They're not eternal. No, no. Oh <laughs> no, they can live forever unless you like crush them or something. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Hickman's back. Uh, Tim Bickledays, Days, who just joined us back in the Patreon. By the oh. way, welcome back, Tim. Uh, he just helps us out. Thank and, uh, you so much. Jamie Wilde says, Hey, Sound Tiffany, just popping what? in. Oh, because <laughs> the name of the channel. Uh, before bed, you guys know I'd love to see a talk about Young Justice, the original run, one day in some regard. We do have a couple of trades, and uh, it's probably a good idea to do that. Yeah. So we'll try to, we'll try to work that into the schedule. You should. Thank do you. It. And Martin Archuleta Hickman's Howard the Duck, right? Finally.
1: <laughs> quack. I mean, like, I don't know.
0: Quack. 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 I think that we have... um. I think we have the, like some of the most definitive Howard the Duck right now. Yeah. Zdarsky's run is unpa- unparalleled for many of you. So, Tiffany, what what did you read this week that you um, you want to recommend to the let's masses? Let's
1: see. What, you know, why don't we stick in uh, Marvel here real quick? Why not? Um, I read... I've been reading Old Man Quill.
0: Yes. I don't know why. I don't well, know what you, was you, like... You I'm dug a, Old Man Hawkeye as well. I, I
1: did. For the while that I, I read that, and then I fell off, and I was like, I'll have to grab it and trade at some yeah. point. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, you know what it is for me, like, I dig Hawkeye a lot. Yeah. I like the cast that comes along
0: with- With Quill. With
1: Peter Quill. Yes. So that was a much easier, like, jump for me. I was just like, oh, yeah, no, of course I'm going to read Old Man Quill. mm mm-hmm. um, Of course, uh, if you remember, uh, this is in the far-flown future for Peter Quill. Uh, he went back home, basically, to his planet. Right. Took over for his dad. Yep. Had a family. Mm-hmm. Failed miserably. Everybody dead. Right. And then he's just sad. Yeah, but it turns out that like after abandoning um, the guardians for like you know decades, that they needed him because like at the end of the day, like he's the one who can get um, a specific artifact that can stop um, this church that's yes. coming. Yes, and um, there's a real
0: church that's actually steeped in continuities. I recall.
1: Yes, no, it is. I think it it's is. the Magus' church. Uh, yes, or at Link? least it's it's using yes. the same name,
0: but. We the don't universal
1: truth of truth. Yes,
0: yes, that's that's, that's church. Um,
1: so um, anyway, they're also on their way to Earth, knowing that um, basically they're going like Peter Quill is going there. Yeah, um, they're like, all right, we got to get the artifact first, and also maybe we'll take over. I don't know. Who cares? Um, when they arrive back at Earth, Peter Quill finds out it's a wasteland. Mm-hmm. All the stuff's gone on.
0: It's old man Logan. It's
1: old man Logan. It's this place has been old man Logan. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Um, but um. Basically, Peter recently has gained some fame, which is so funny because it's like, the rest of the Guardians took care of the, like, second Wrecking Crew, basically. Mm. Remember they had a fight with the Wrecking Crew? Yeah. Peter did a little bit and saved someone. And now, like, this other town is like, like hooray for you, you're awesome. And he's like, I didn't really do anything. And they're like, but you did something. Right. And that is what matters. In this world, like, yeah. But, like, literally someone says that. They're like, mm-hmm. no, no, you don't understand. You did something. Right, yeah, that yeah. That counts. <laughs> so, like, while they're there, like, they get accosted by another gang because now there is a, um... A bounty on Quill's head, mm-hmm. and um, uh, who put the doom or who put the bounty? I, th- I think it might be Doom, but I'm not sure. Yeah, because
0: the country's been split up by different. Yeah, like, and divided doom, by. Yeah, different and Doom's villains.
1: in charge of like the area that they're in right now. Um, but the Ghost Riders show up.
0: Yay! That's right. I remember you saying about the Ghost Riders.
1: Yeah, literally, it's just like it's a bunch of guys. They're a bunch of people. Um, they have no power, seemingly. Mm-hmm. They just have skulls painted on their faces. Oh, that's
0: much less cool. It's
1: way less cool. I was like, oh, the Punishers? Nope, it's Ghost Riders. Um, all right. There's a big brawl that goes out. Quill takes out a lot of them. The Guardians don't help. They're like, basically, they, they all sit there and Rocket like gets a chance to talk to Quill because Quill lands on the table mm-hmm. and he's just like, why would you help me? And Rocket's like, well, it's really good for you to learn how to throw a punch again. And it's really good for me to watch you get punched. <laughs> and I was like, that is like the yeah. way this is written is just very like, I, I can hear all their voices, whether it be from the movie or previous ones that you had in your head. Like I just I like how witty they are even in the face of like this wasteland. Yeah. Um so he, they uh, Peter ends up letting one of the ghostwriters leave, which is totally a mistake. Yep. Because they're like, Well, I'm gonna come back with all my friends uh-huh. and they're like, Oh yeah, sure, no, yeah, I bet like Rocket's like, Oh yeah, sure, go ahead, bring your little army back with you. Her, her. There's no army. No. There is an army. Oh
0: Jesus <laughs> Are they um, bikers at least?
1: Yeah, they're all bikers. Good. Um, one of the um the, the people who owns the bar gives Quill an old revolver. She said it was her dad's, he used to have two or it was uh, her great 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 grandfather's he used to have two revolvers, he gets one of them.
0: Is the great grandfather like the old Ghost Rider? Nobody.
1: They don't say anything. Wow. They don't say anything about that. Quill has a dream in which um, Mantis dies or is like annihilated. Yeah. Wakes up and it's just like I had a scary dream. And she's like, I know. And he's like, Right.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: why? <laughs> yeah. Not cool. Don't listen in. Yeah. Exactly. And then he and Gamora have like a like a conversation. He's just like, Here's the thing. Like, I don't understand why you came to me. I left 50 years ago, and I, how I left you, and that's really sucky. And like everything I did was totally wrong. And you see, like. Rocket cry a little Aww. bit about like the idea of him leaving. Rocket goes off to take a leak because he's just like bladders not what it used to be, mm-hmm. and that's when he sees the Ghost Riders are on their way. Um, there's a huge fight. They all get taken down. Mm -hmm. They get thrown into an arena. It's it's Doom's arena. Sweet. But it's called in Fisk Lake City. It's overseen by Taskmaster. Okay. Where they run into Spider bitch. Oh no. She's like, yep, I'm a gladiator here too. But like, you know, good.
0: You're a total asshole.
1: Right. And then like the big thing that they're gonna fight is revealed. Like it's the Guardians, Spider bitch, and a bunch of other random people that nobody cares about. like Like an
0: attack of the clones.
1: Kind of, they all get released into the the arena, mm-hmm. and like they're like, and here's your challenger. And Rocket looks up, he's like, is that Fing Fang Foom?
0: No, <laughs> we're screwed. That's dope. Yeah. So fing, I would fang, have also accepted a T Rex with a with a venom symbiote. Right. The Finn Fang foam is also awesome. Yeah. So
1: I'm I'm really looking forward to what's coming next. Um, because they're doing that thing where they're like they're making you think of Old Man Logan in the sense of like bringing certain characters in yep. across the setting, but then like flipping the scripts a little bit, they could have yeah. done the Venom T-Rex, right. and that would have been awesome, but they're like, hey, you know what? Bing, Fang, boom.
0: Right? <laughs> and you know what we didn't see in any of those other versions? That. Yeah. And that's really cool. Yeah, so um, I'm it.
1: really super excited. It looks like he has something on his head that might be controlling him. Uh-huh. So in theory, I'm hoping that Rocket will fiddle with it, get it off, and then, and then I, I, and I then assume Bing, feng, boom is going to take down Taskmaster. Oh, yeah. So, I'm down. Basically, spider Verse was supposed to be in charge of the Gladiator oh, right sure, now, but then... she wouldn't bow to doom. Oh, and so that's he gave it to Taskmaster so
0: you got about a doom that's the only way to do it <laughs> I would and you know I don't yeah. agree with everything I, I didn't
1: tell anybody who that was written by but hey you know what I'm really enjoying it and uh, <laughs> um, I'll, you can read a super chat and I'll, I'll find it okay in my console
0: Taylor Petscher did say hey guys I don't usually catch you live Sal oh. are you I know you're excited for Miller's Superman Year 1 it's been finally solicited for June Ha ha." Uh, yes, uh, Frank Miller and uh, John Romney Jr. are working together on a big Superman uh, Black Label book. It's one of the first r- original solicited Black yes. Label titles. I'm sure it's heavily edited now because they all are and Black Label has no teeth anymore. See,
1: I don't know about that. But Frank
0: but... Miller, you might complain, but like the new president, risked alienating Lee Bermejo and Brian Azarello to ruin their three book series. Right, I know. I but feel I like f- Frank Miller's name doesn't have the same cachet with the person who's in charge who ruins Black Label.
1: I don't know, because like it could just be that like because of Frank's history.
0: Yes. That they might just, just, like, just leave it alone. They're like,
1: no, it's fine. People know what to expect from a Frank Miller book regardless of what is well, attached to it. I mean, look what he did with Batman.
0: Yes. The Not things only, that
1: Batman wasn't allowed to say.
0: Yeah, that's true. But he only says in that one panel and in that one terrible series that in that book did come out over a decade ago.
1: Dude. Yeah. But um, like Language doesn't seem to be such an issue in these books. No, it's and more so at the about, end of the day, I feel like it probably won't be as edited as yeah. it were there to be a visual they didn't care for. Furthermore, it's Superman. Yeah.
0: And Frank Miller has... That's true, re- Despite how Frank has Batman <laughs> treat Superman, he has reverence for comics and those characters. So I feel like Frank might actually be in a don't quote me on this but being respectful of the source material he I'm, I'm actually excited, be more to excited to
1: check it. out his version of it because again like you said I've only ever seen him in terms of in Through the scope Batman's of Batman's eyes. eyes yeah so this would be interesting yep. um, by the way Old Man Quill is written by Ethan Sachs art by Robert Gill there you it's go a lot of
0: fun cool Good for Ethan Sachs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I am actually looking forward to it, and you can bet your bottom dollar we'll be reading it yeah. uh, and talking about it on this channel. Yeah. Worm says, Hey guys, been watching the show for a little while now, as I want to make comics myself. I don't know if you've covered this, but can we expect Donny Cates' Venom talked about on back issues? I love it. A lot of people love it. I hear it's an incredible series. I've read some of it, but not all of it, and I should probably get started. At the very we least, should. we can do the first volume. Uh, Venom does well or not. It really depends on what version. We did yeah. a great Venom and Cross... Uh, crossover with Punisher that one did very poorly and uh, so I'm very gun shy about doing like risky books lately so wow. we gotta we gotta get back on top before we can jump back into stuff like that mm-hmm. um, Heartless Thanks is good evening you guys oh, sending cool. some love and you guys quacking made me thank the old 90's Muddy Duck cartoon in the Marvel Universe yeah since Marvel <laughs> owns is owned by Disney why not right
1: Howard the Duck can be on the Muddy Ducks
0: yeah ugh I mean, <laughs> at the very least, Howard the Duck should, like, have a uh, a, a Mighty Ducks I guess jersey. He, 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 could
1: have a, he could have a book called...
0: The Mighty Duck. The Mighty Duck. There you go. <laughs> Howard the Mighty Duck is, like, why wouldn't they make that book? Right. Mr. Roboto says, which is D, New Day, or Night for Off the Rack?
1: Which, okay, so we are going to be doing Mondays. Yeah,
0: Mondays. As we normally happen. Yeah. We
1: missed, you can blame Ben for us not being there on Monday.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, we, we were running errands and also. We got lunch with Ben. We got lunch with Ben and he never left.
1: Which was fine. We're happy to have it. Oh no, I know. Like it was like we're like okay.
0: But we were like okay. We're like in our minds we're like we'll 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 do it a little later, a little later, and then like it was like midnight. We're like okay. We'll just wait until Tuesday.
1: Yeah. And then today was kind of busy, so um, apologize for that. But no, we will definitely be on for Mondays. We just didn't want to miss it. Yeah. Because we may have to miss next week.
0: Yeah, because we're going to be away. (laughs) Nathan Berg, is helping us out. Thank you, Nate.
1: Thank you so so much.
0: And uh, so yeah, moving on. What uh, else do you have? I have Transformers number one. They rebooted the Transformers universe in IDW. Okay. Uh, and so this was like a jumping on point for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, they wrapped up Transformers in a in, you know in an incredible way. That series was very revered, very like fan favorite, cultish if you might say. Uh, so for them to end it and then reboot it, very risky move. I thought I'd like check it out at the ground floor. It's written by Brian Brian Buckley, art by Angel Hernandez and It Whitman catch it. Or cache. Uh, or cache Whitman?
1: Cuz there's an there's an accent over the Oh, year. there is. Yeah, you're right. Cache.
0: Uh this is basically just like, hey, it, it's pre-Cybertronian war. It's pre-Optimus Prime. Oh. It's back before he got the Matrix of Leadership when he was simply uh Orion Pax. Uh, Megatron was always Megatron, though. Right. <laughs> uh, so there is uh, civil war brewing that we know is inevitable because we got to catch up to the canon of the cartoon and movie, mm-hmm. uh, the '87 movie, I believe. Um, <laughs> we're we're introduced to a couple of characters. Uh, we meet a newly forged Autobot named Rubble, who is just so excited about living. He's like, "I'm new, and this is all beautiful and exciting." And Bumblebee is his like. He, he's he's his, his mentor. Right. Okay. Uh, Windblade is she shows up on their pilgrimage to go talk to what will eventually become Soundwave, and or Shockwave I should say, and uh, yeah I think it's Shockwave. In any case, uh, they're they're doing their thing. They're going across the desert to go talk to like the, a, a, a prominent, not quite Autobot. They aren't. Uh, they they have different names. Gobot. No 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 never. Beast Wars? Um, we're not there yet (laughs) or maybe beast (laughs) forces before that by like a million years saying anything that I recall in any (laughs) case uh it's cute uh oh by the way uh orion pax meets with megatron who's like stirring up shit socially and he's like trying because they're old friends you see oh what tragedy okay Um, so mega uh, so orion pax is like megatron like, is there anything we can do to like curtail the violence and like maybe make you chill out a little bit, get a little less militant about it? Right. Uh, Megatron's like, nope. I'm Megatron. I'm never. <laughs> yeah, this <she's
1: laughs> is not gonna happen. I'm that. never
0: gonna stop. By the way, uh, he's not a yet a, Decent, a Decepticon yet.
1: Oh, because they don't exist. That's yet. That's right. I'm he's
0: guessing. an Ascenticon.
1: An Ascenticon. Ascenticon.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, we we can see where this is going. Optima or uh, Orion Pax is just like this is not going to go well. He can already <laughs> tell. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, there's some like references to the impending troubles. There's like an orbiting, uh, Titan who may be called down in the event of a war. Uh, and, 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 you know, all that stuff. All you right. know, they're, they're setting up the universe. Um, it looks like a cartoon, uh, there's a little bit more grounded and weight to it, uh, you know. It's not cell shaded, so it actually does look like it has. You know.
1: Yeah, I do notice that. Like, it's. I think if like the two artists are, have a similar style, but you can kind of tell just peeking through this. Like, yes, on your, the
0: the yeah. You
1: can kind of tell where like one had to step in while exactly. the other was working, which is unfortunate. But like you know, what, this is the first issue, so like if they're going to be working together over
0: time they'll really start to like the fact that they could all, they could not get one artist for the first issue does not bode well
1: well it depends i mean like here's the thing um drawing, like, machines and, like, robot people is really different. Especially
0: and... if they have, like, a... if you know what they look like. Like, they have a physiology to them that yeah. needs to be consistent from panel to panel. Yeah. And they're all complicated machines. Yeah, no, they're very, very much no, so. I, I know
1: there are people out there who are crazy talented at that, but not... Yes. you know what I mean? So, no, like, no, it no, might true. take a little longer. Agreed. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So uh It's fine. Okay. I, it did not blow me away. I was not pulled in, and I don't think I'll be reading more of this. Okay. Especially after after hearing like such reverence for the previous series i don't think i can get behind this reboot i'm okay. just i'm just not as excited for it sure. as, I, as i probably could it should it should be mm-hmm. uh, there is going to be a transformers crossover coming up with ghostbusters yeah that i will be reading because it looks like, cuz you know like gozer when when it comes before The idea is like it's come before different civilizations and maybe different dimensions. They
1: pick typically what would be the scariest thing. Yes, well, like
0: she, they they, gozer, who not always a woman, but like that's why I say they. Yeah, Uh, gozer always says like, or the the implication is like gozer can be whatever it wants to be, and it offers the opportunity to be, uh, you know, whatever the form is of, you know, the harbinger of doom for that for that civilization. Mm -hmm. Um, so when Gozer comes before the Transformers, she comes before them as like a Transformer. Oh, and they're like Transformer terror dogs. Like the idea is that she she comes before like the Cybertronians, oh! and
1: she's like, and she's
0: like, you got, I got bad news for you. I'm here.
1: Okay. And
0: you're like, that's cool. Uh, also, I think the Ecto One's gonna become a Transformer. It has to. Why would you not do that?
1: Is the Ecto Two in it?
0: Uh, the you mean the helicopter yeah yes the Ecto 2 is in that universe
1: so uh, I'm just saying
0: all the Ectos every Ecto you've ever seen the boat I think they well no uh, if you ever catch our Elseworlds Exchange where I talk to Eric Burnham and Dan Schoening the progenitors of the original incredible IDW Ghostbusters run which is still going now uh, who are also working on the Transformers crossover uh, they said they wanted to get the boat in but they haven't yet the boat I think was introduced in the video game <laughs> so that that's not in it but everything else is in it like everything
1: okay that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they'll have like a whole bunch of Yeah, bikes. a big
0: fleet of ghosts but of Ectos. Yeah. I-, I think we'll just stick I'll stick with Ecto one. That's all we need.
1: <laughs> I would also I would like to see Ecto two. Yeah, that'd be fine. Just because like the well, flying land and like air thing is very It's already
0: practically a transformer, like the wings come out, it's very like exposed. Right. Yeah, no I agree.
1: Then we'll just get Doc and Marty in there, and the DeLorean could also be one.
0: <sighs> that's also a-, a run by the IDW if it- if it- people, so if it
1: runs too fast it'll go back inside
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah no
1: (laughs) flux slow down
0: that'd be dope so yeah uh transformers it's a pass okay but not the judge dread kind of pass no Uh,
1: (laughs) oh i want to watch that it's a pass
0: uh taylor petra says sal i know you've been one of the most critical of bendis's tenure on dc so far but any interest in the upcoming leviathan event with maleev no uh in fact i did read the latest Superman, so I'll probably pull that up in a little bit. But uh, for okay. now, uh, yeah.
1: So Leviathan, I've I not been keeping up with Superman. You're not right missing much. Um, but the fact that, like, okay, so here's the thing: mm-hmm. those, like, in that sentence, there were two great words. Yes, Malieve. Right. And Leviathan, because that makes me think of, you know, monstrous. You know. Oh yeah, and I'm
0: sh- and he wants you to think that, and I, I get it.
1: And like I'm like, yeah, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that so cool?
0: I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not reading the damn thing. That's true. I don't. I, I deliberately don't read books. I don't. All right. Well,
1: like. While you're while you're um pulling up your Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm what gonna, have you got to? Recommend? I'm gonna talk uh, very very briefly because I won't go too much into this. Um, there was no Conan this week. There was an Age of Conan book. Um, Balit? Baylit.
0: Oh yeah yeah.
1: There's an accent over this E. I don't know how to say this name. I apologize for that. Oh, wait. Before I do that, we have other Super Chats. We do. I'm so sorry. I cut... No, it's all right. I I thought you wanted to wait. No, 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 no. I cut off the Super Chats because you were looking at Superman.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Debashish Mahap... Uh... Says, hey guys, I just wanted to commend you on the new graphic design on your thumbnails and videos. I love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Also, your voice acting for Spider-Man is great, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. What he's referring to is uh, NerdSync just released a new video for the first time in a little while, and it is about the hand gestures between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, and how like they're similar because their father- Uh, Steve Ditko basically drew them both. Mm -hmm. So that's probably where that's from. Uh, But it's a great little video, and there's a a little cameo, a little interchange between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man from a a three-book series called Spider-Man Fever, uh, which is very much like a Ditko-inspired fever dream Spider-Man book that has a lot of Doctor Strange in it. I've (laughs) Uh encouraged you to read it uh, before. Hopefully you'll check it out. Is it here? Uh, No. No, that's a different Spider-Man-Doctor Strange crossover, which is probably more fun. Uh, But in any case, I played Spider-Man. I tried to give him a little bit of a New York accent because uh, I always do and I don't know like I just feel like because he's from New York yeah I know but like whenever I read him in my head he doesn't have one but when I play him I always give him one <laughs> uh, probably just to distinguish between me and him yeah in any case thank you very much for saying that I appreciate it and thank you for the uh, commendment on the, uh, on, the gra- on the on the on on the the thumbnails yeah. we're trying to make it look. we're trying to upgrade things here yeah uh and comics Mix has a great suggestion or uh compliment it says great job on the new editing sal uh i'll hold you to that in just a second really looking forward to the new version of mail call can you give us some sneaky preview details uh well uh actually you can thank <laughs> tiffany for the editing on the last episode of yeah. letters page she's the one who took over letters page for me
1: i did uh, I,
0: I offered yeah it was... and it was great i'm so thrilled with how it came out so Thanks. were you if you haven't watched it you should letters page uh, is up on the upload section it's such a great episode uh And, yeah, uh, letters page will be changing. Not right away, because we have another episode that needs to be cut, and that's before we change the format. Yeah. Um, What the plan is, it's going to be... Same thing, opening packages, but we're also going to take questions uh, from the Patreon. So we're mm-hmm. going to like answer those and talk with you guys a little more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, make it feel a little more homey. I really miss that like that look of uh, of us hanging out at my house. Yeah. And doing that, and uh, so I'm going to work on like a you know try to work on like either a set or at the very least like the in in feel and tone. You should feel like oh, is this kind of like classic comic book? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So yeah. But yeah, I'm really glad you guys liked it. I was so nervous. I was I like, was I mean, your... at least, like, you know, I'm like, it's fine. You know, it's just, it's letters page, but like, it deserves its, its due. And I just didn't want to screw it up. Because no. it's stuff from
0: you guys. And you absolutely didn't. It was great. Well, thank you. But thank you very much for your high compliments. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany, uh, you have a book that you were recommending? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, It's one of the, like, Conan. Oh, right. It's like. It, yeah, you it's suddenly are into Conan. I'm suddenly into Conan, but also it's like Marvel's just like, we can't go a week without having some Conan. Right. You have to have Conan. Yeah, it's
0: really weird how much insistence on Conan there is lately. Which I'm
1: just, I'm totally okay with. I'm totally okay with it. Um, But, um, because of that, there was no Conan book this week, but there was a book from the age of Conan. Right. Um, Bellet? billet, Right, because there's an accent, I have no idea what it's called. I'm not, I'm not really certain.
0: Um, I would say it's Bailet, but. Bailet. All right, I'm okay
1: with that. Um, based on what they had, they kind of sold this book. She's a, uh, character from Conan's lore, the yeah. queen of the black coast. It's a five part mini series. Um, it's written by Tina Howard with art by Kate Nimsik Sizik. N- Nims- Nims-
0: Nims- I'd say nimzik Nimzik? It's not similar. It's not too dissimilar from Nimsziki from uh, Independence okay. Day. So okay, I would say Nimsic.
1: Nimsic. Um And i gotta say I don't know what to talk about. The cover artist, cover artist is Sana, uh Takeda, who okay. who does monstrous. Yeah. So the cover is just stunning. Amazing. It's just stunning. It's just a beautiful piece. Look, I'm not going to go too much into this. Look, if you're looking for a five part mini series about swashbuckling pirates who hunt sea monsters. This is it. Like, literally, like, that's what she wants to do. Her dad was the Pirate King. She believes that there are still, like, mystical, monstrous entities that live in the depths of the ocean. Okay. Because her dad, like, told her stories about them, and he's like, they're long gone. And she's like, but they're not. I know they're not. I want to find them. Okay. Her dad ends up getting, like, taken away and, like, like punished by, like, to, or, like, yeah, punished to death via pirate style being, like, like on, stranded on an island, like, oh. lashed out there because he has way too many um, deaths, basically. They're like, here's the thing. Just because you went straight doesn't mean that all that goes away. No, of so course. She goes to try to save him. She's like, no, don't do that. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, like, I am I have to, I can't be rescued like this and then live with that shame, basically. He's like, yeah. I had to die a pirate's death. And so she ends up actually killing him because oh. he asks her to. Okay, cool. So, like, it's pretty badass. Then, like, when she goes back to town, like, um, because the Pirate King is now dead, basically, mm-hmm. like, everybody starts trying to take... The ships that he has, and yes. she's like, "That ship is rightfully mine because mm-hmm. I'm like the the pirate king's daughter."
0: Yep, the pirate princess. If the you will. pirate
1: princess. They do t- call her that and make fun of her, but basically, they end up like taking her because they're they're slavers, and so they mm-hmm. gather a bunch of people from the town and they take off with the ship. Yeah, and they're gonna sell her and a bunch of other people to wherever. Mm-hmm. They end up running into another ship who like basically um are just like kind of like, "Hey, what's up?" They like trade information about like the pirate king's dead, that kind of thing, and then they offer them. They're
0: like, "Hey." You
1: want to buy some some folks? We got some
0: folks from them <laughs> And if we were to, ship, hypothetically speaking, be selling people.
1: Would you be down for that? And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, slavers, all right. And they immediately attack them. They're like, screw you, you suck. You're yeah. the worst type of people. Nice. So they, like, take the ship down, they free everybody, and they find this box down they're like, oh, sweet, and we get treasure. And they open it up, and she's inside of it, uh, because she was such a hassle.
0: Yes, She was I dangerous
1: see. and a hassle, and they had her, like, you know, like, chained up in there. So then, inevitably, like they all, they take the they, her ship or like the ship that she says is hers, and she's like, "That ship belongs to me." Right. Like she's been on their other ship for a while. She's like, "You should just give it to me." And they're <laughs> like, "What do you want to do with it anyway?" And she's like, "I'm gonna go and find like the last cool supernatural creatures yeah. of of the world because like that's what I want to do, and I'm meant to do this." And they're like, "They don't exist, whatever." And then like literally, like as they're like naysaying that, yeah, like, it like a big crack yeah. like tentacles, giant squid thing, dope, like attacks. Cool. I'm like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Pirate adventure. Okay. In, in Conan's in time. In Conan's universe. Yeah, so I don't know if inevitably by the end of this we'll see her interaction with Conan right now, or maybe we'll even do like a jump in age, because she's young at this point. Right. So inevitably she has to become the adult that Conan would, you know,
0: yeah. run into. Mm-hmm.
1: So there you go. Cool. Conan.
0: Nice. But recommending
1: it? You know what? Again, like if you're looking, if you like pirate books and you're looking for something that's just high-flying fun that you know is going to be over in five issues, then I'd say go for it.
0: There you go. <laughs> Uh, I read Superman number 9, written, of course, by Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Ivan Rice and Brandon Peterson. Uh, This is the uh, Where Has John Been? Uh, He went with Lois and Jor-El across the universe for no good Mm -hmm. reason. When he came back, he was 17 because Bendis didn't want to write about a kid. And so he's now going to spend this arc telling Mom and Dad in Bendis' ease where he's been. And so we just got through with him kind of like separating from Jor-El, the idea being that like, okay, so also Bendis didn't want to write about Jor-El. So he established that Jor-El was not as powerful as Rebirth implied, nor is he as uh, forward thinking as uh, Jeff Johns wanted him to be or uh, Peter J. Tomasi set up. Instead, he was basically like a crazy person and like completely unhinged. And so John separated from him as quickly as possible. Uh, John then gets captured by the crime syndicate who were dead, but now aren't because Bendis. And so uh, John was trapped uh, with the crime syndicate as -hmm. a prisoner. And so uh, John is locked in a volcano until he leaves and then he faces off against superwoman because superwoman of course is the lowest lane of that universe and uh, or that earth mm-hmm. and uh, so it's john having to fight like his father and his mother right uh, he didn't really fight ultraman so much as he made fun of him because ultraman was equally unhinged and miserable uh, there's only one really well there's a couple of really great looking images in this this issue because it's drawn by ivan rice and brandon peterson it looks really good it's a good looking book uh we have this like weird vision in the opening of the book by the way of like superman's vision of the future yeah i saw that i'm
1: like there's like a bunch of bad characters yeah like like, jimmy olsen has a family right like
0: everybody's hunky-dory and he's made up with zod and then something bad happens and you're like oh like is this clearly ben is setting up something and i'm sure it's gonna either tie in with a leviathan or it's gonna tie in with another event of course it's about like time travel, so like that'll screw everything up for DC because they have to let Bendis do whatever he wants. Um Whoa. What That's the the, awesome. the beautiful double page splash yeah. of John versus the crime syndicate? It is a great looking book. There's also an incredible page, because basically John is narrating the entire book. Mm-hmm. So he's narrating it like he's you know, a Bendis character. So he has, he says a lot of likes and he says, you know, he has like, he says things like the crazy as opposed to just crazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he talks about how Ultraman is like this pathetic loser who whines and cries and talks all the time. And there's this great full page image that kind of perfectly visually depicts John's opinion of Ultraman. Because Ultraman, of course, is like an alternate version of Superman, even though he's never looked like Superman. He's from a different region. He has a different voice, which Ben has kind of forgot about halfway through the book. Like, at first you forgot, and then later on he has the accent again. Uh, But, again, you know, that's how it is. But, like, when he talks about Ultraman, like, just talking at him, there's this full-page image of Ultraman, and it's covered in... Text boxes and word balloons.
1: Oh, okay.
0: As if to say, like, this is how John sees him. Like, he barely remembers his face, but he definitely couldn't forget how much this guy talked. Like, his talking overwrote his power and his influence. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah that's,
0: that's brilliant.
1: Right. What's actually funny about that, too, is that, like, it's not even just what he said... But like no,
0: it's John's understanding of what he said. And like, like
1: also, he, was just, he must have been in his own head most of the time that he's right, talking. Like.
0: Exactly. Like he'd be saying things, and he's like, "I'm not even listening to him." Like mm. he said, you know, like I. He would just talk so much. Yeah. Um, so and that's it. it. It's he frees himself. He hides around. He re- runs into Superwoman. We're gonna have like a full issue where he faces off against his mom. Sure. Uh, you know, and and so like if you if you like that kind of thing, you're gonna love it. If you. Are like man, uh, I really liked it when like John and Lois and Clark went to like the Hamilton County Fair, or like I really wanted to see like what it was gonna be like to see John, you know, go to go to go to a school in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not gonna get that. Yeah,
1: that's not happening.
0: Uh, officially, the D the Disney Fox merger has Woo! gone through. Uh, if you're excited about that kind of thing, hooray! If you're worried that it's like the future is doomed for movies. I'm sorry, uh, but I am, at the very least, silver lining. I'm excited to see what announcements in X-Men and yeah. Fantastic Four happen for the That's MCU. That's really
1: what I'm thinking about, and like I am mildly concerned about Fox's other properties being in the hands oh, yeah. of Disney. yeah. However, Disney does have other production houses that they use for their films that they don't want to yeah. be as associated with them. So yeah. I, I, I like to think that they will have the good sense to be like, okay.
0: Yeah, like we can't handle... Aliens, like we need to put smart, intelligent people who are also like passionate about this franchise in and, charge of it, and and shuffle it into another studio.
1: That being said, Imagineers now's your time.
0: Oh my God, put yeah.
1: Something in MGM. I know you just did like Star Wars Land, but like make a make alien an Aliens ride. world. Yeah, just a ride. Ra- I'll take a ride.
0: I'll take just a ride. I'll yeah. take a ride. So I would love a ride, right? From in an aliens in an Imagineer led aliens world. Yeah, not Universal, Disney. Yeah, they're never gonna do that.
1: No, I know. <laughs> Come on, but yeah, maybe. Uh,
0: but so yeah, uh, just wanted to say that happened. Sure. So yeah, here yeah, we yeah. are. No, it's, We're in it's this great. Yeah, I the... mean,
1: like again, it's excited because. Yeah. Yeah, and like, the... the almost everyone's
0: back. Right, and for me, like you know, one of my like most time honored and be- and beloved franchises, The Simpsons has been terrible much longer than it was good. So for me, I'm like, you know, cancel the show, move it along. I have the DVDs of the first nine seasons. I'm good. Mm Mm-hmm you know yeah. and they'll never let it die so but if
1: they make a simpsons land instead of universal at least everybody there would actually participate in the fact that you were at the
0: Simpsons. <laughs> that would be nice although i i did we did a great we have job. A good time. we, we did a great, a great time. time we did um and they can't do it because universal has the contract i know um but yeah so uh superman number nine pass i'm not recommending it it's okay. a terrible series uh jumping into the super chats Uh, Meow Nian says (laughs) he says well my first super chat hello (gasps) thank you from Regina Saskatchewan hey Sal will you ever cover James Robinson's Starman on back issues I doubt it but we do have it and uh, you never know I mean like you know if Snyder has his way and Starman becomes like a household name uh, or if we suddenly jump up to like 300 500,000 subscribers then maybe we can do it right now it's 76 no we can't even do like ancillary DC event like we can't do the Legion of Superheroes because no one would watch it yeah DC Primal died in the vine and it really sucks and that's about the Justice League anyway it's uh, still a fun episode we had a it's a great episode every episode that we do especially one that isn't a mainstream book is especially great Uh, the Red Samurai says do you guys think DC is about to enter a bad phase I don't think you know the only great writers I can think of are John Snyder and Tomasi whom they've screwed over and Marvel invested in new best new talent and it paid off and now they have Hickman no, uh, because DC um, does did not put Bendis in charge editorially, and they still have, like, they still have John Stamasi and Snyder for the foreseeable future. And so, like, even if, like, the Superman book is unreadable, the Superman character was, is will be preserved, and, like... John's is writing again. So, you're going to get like more Shazam books and more Legion of Superheroes books and more JSA books. And, you know, yeah. you're going to have this like expectation of quality. So, you know, like I'm really like that, that Three Jokers book someday will come out and that's going to be really dope. The uh, Last Night on Earth or whatever it's called, the big Snyder Capullo Last mm-hmm. Gasp Batman book is going to yeah. be freaking amazing. There's a lot of good stuff happening at DC, even though there's a couple of duds.
1: I think um, I think what it is is it's not that it's entering a bad phase as much as it's just entering entering a phase where everyone's not excited for every single thing that's right, coming out. Right. Yeah, we're right?
0: not we're it's we're not on the on the rebirth hype train anymore. No. Uh, I will say that like it, I would be more excited if like editorial shift if like the executive level changed in a big bad way. Then you'd be like, "Whoa, something happ- something's happening." Yeah. For right now, you can at least expect the status quo to be maintained. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, Mr. Roboto says, would not Venom better be shown starting via Guardians? Tiffany, have you checked out Scar, son of Hulk? I have not. Neither. Yeah, I've read some of it, and it's not for me. I don't care about Scar. Um, And uh, and Venom was a Guardian, so it'll be interesting to see him, you know, if you're talking about, like, in the MCU or in a Guardians book. Yeah. Um, I don't think he fits there. I think Venom works better, ironically enough, as, like, a street-level character, even though he comes from the stars. Uh, but, yeah. That's how I feel about that.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: Yeah. So what else you write? Uh, what else did you read this well, past week? I was
1: gonna say, speaking of um, great writers at DC, yeah. Um, I read uh, Justice League Dark this week. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, number nine. And by Which this is week, I mean last
0: arguably week. one of the best yeah. books coming out of DC that right. nobody's reading. It's
1: written by James Tynion IV. Art this time around by uh, Alvaro Martinez Bueno and Miguel Mendoza. This mendoza is, uh, oh uh, at the end um this is continuing this whole kind of like they're dealing with dr fate okay yeah like, they're dealing with dr fate they're they set that up with the yep that with the um with the other kind um and they're dealing with actually the, the, some of the fallout from the witching hour
0: yeah oh awesome. great
1: like That's it's another great. Great.
0: by the way you did a back issues on that you let <laughs> a back issues Dude. on justice league dark wonder woman the witching hour Great episode. Watch that as well. Oh,
1: thank you so much! It also, will help you to catch up with what's going on. Um, I know you love Snyder's Justice League right now. I am. This is my it. favorite Justice League. Yeah. That DC. That's a that's out. a ringing endorsement. But I kind of like that. Like there is a Justice League for everybody. I think right, right exactly. now. Um, this book literally just kind of goes into what's been going on with Doctor Fate lately. Yeah. It's like they mentioned the fact that Doctor Fate was involved with the whole um, DC Metal thing. He ended up kind of receding into his helmet yes. at one point during it. And, and kind of like
0: losing his humanity in it. Well, terms. kind
1: of what happened when he came back out? Yeah. Um so we have Kent Nelson and then um we have oh, what the heck's the other guy's name? Uh Khalid?
0: Oh, yes. Khalid? Khalid.
1: Khalid. Um and they're basically they're they're studying together. You know like Khalid's learning okay. a little bit more. And um Kent has been in conference with Nabu this entire time, and Nabu's kind of like, yeah, hey, look, a lot of craftsmen going on, you should just let me let me take over. Just let right. me take over. And Nabu always like, wants that. Kent's talking out loud, and Khalid's nearby, and he's just like, hey, what he, you... he literally can't, like, yeah. they live in an M.C. Escher painting. He can hear everything all the time. <laughs> and, um... So things go south real fast, Naturally. and like Nabu takes over, obviously, yeah. and uh, ends up imprisoning Khalid. But um, you know, uh, Manbat freedom. Oh, great! And so he's out, and so at least they've got that going on. In the last issue, Doctor Fate was chasing after the last of the magic users, who then escaped to Mira. Yeah. Um, where, you know, Detective Chimp is meant to be the Nightmaster. Right, yes. But he hasn't been, and it said Blue Devil has been running everything. Yeah, which is said... cool.
0: Good good use of that character. Exactly. I so hope that... he joins the team.
1: Well, I don't think he's... he hates...
0: Yeah, he hates Detective Chimp, <laughs> he hates certainly. so
1: much. Uh, no, he's not a fan of Bobo. Um, but, like, so... Basically, everybody who's left who can use magic except for Zatanna and Wonder Woman who have gone off to try to figure a couple of things out. Last time around, they, they visited um, Papa Midnight yep. to get some more information because they're, they're trying to track something down. Okay. So they went off on their own little adventure, leaving Bobo and Swamp Thing and Constantine, who has like, no magic and is dying, hmm. and um, uh, whatchamacallit, and uh, Manbat oh, to yeah, deal yeah. with everything. It's like, cool, you're too... I mean, Swamp Thing's a heavy hitter. Yeah. Be still kind of depressed about everything that happened right. in the witching hour. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, so they go to Mira and the Lords of Order follow them. Okay. And so we have the Lords of Order and then we reveal who everyone is on the Lords of Order, um, team. They've got Madame Xanadu, Ibis the Invincible, uh, Gregorio de la Vega, uh, Mark Merlin and the Prince Ramen. So it's like really heavy hitters. Yeah. Magical community. Each have a piece and have been taken over. Okay. And they're fighting with Nabu basically. Cool. It's real bad. So um, they show up. They're gonna wreak havoc uh, immediately. Jason Blood turns into Etrigan. And he's Yay. like, bring it!
0: <laughs> I'm freaking Etrigan. Yeah, fucking. For by the way, like as a quick aside, Dark Side kidnapped Etrigan and tried to use his dark energy to break a hole to like achieve the anti life equation. Like Etrigan is immeasurably powerful.
1: He really is, but it doesn't matter. Oh. And so he's grabbed by um, Ibis or Ibis and Madame Xanadu mm-hmm. and um, they take Etrigan uh, by like by the arms yeah. and they rip him in two. And then
0: Jason Blood's remote like just left behind. Uh-huh. That's cool. Well, no
1: they're like it's Etrigan's here and Jason Blood's here and okay. they're like laying on the ground and they look at each other
0: right oh
1: and like he's like holy crap and like, like I'm free <laughs> well no Etrigan's like I, I can't stay I'm being beckoned back to hell yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like I can't be here anymore and mm-hmm. he's just gone um. and Jason Blood's like oops oh that's cool and Blue Devil shows up and he's like what the hell <laughs> he's like this looks like you guys are invading are you guys invading Bobo <laughs> what are you doing
0: no man
1: and he's just like oh hey Dr. Fate um glad you're here i mean to talk to you about this whole like i should be night master and bobo shouldn't be night master mm-hmm. and then like everybody kind of looks at him for a second yeah and he's this moment where he's like dr Fitz
0: bad right i missed something right <laughs> and they're like yeah yeah you did yeah
1: so then um this is post of course uh i posted a picture if you follow me on twitter of detective chimp doing his uh get off my lawn yeah. moment, which is just a spectacular looking image um Blue Devil's like we got to go back to the castle. It's fallback because we have enough magical entities here. I think that if we regroup, we can fight. We can we can we can get through this. Yeah. And um, he's like, BoBo, open open the thing. Use use the sword. Right. Open the thing. He's like, I don't know how to do that. He's like, just believe. (laughs) Just think it and just go. So he cuts open a swath, and they end up getting back to the keep, where they're like, okay, neat. Um so okay here's the plan we'll train some folks we'll get some people in certain areas it's gonna be totally cool and like we we got this and then like khalid like it's like shows up with man bat and they're like like what are you doing here he's like i i i got dr fade out the other dr fade out yeah i did it like i'm getting magic now because like man bat's been scientifically studying it and trying to understand how to use it in like with science and that's how he freed khalid right um, and, like, Khalid's like, hey, yeah, no, no, that's really cool that you want to help out mm-hmm. and, like, try to save this place. Mira is going to die. Right. We can, Maybe we can save everything else. The Lords of Order are going to destroy it, so it's over. Yeah. This place is done. <laughs> right. So nobody's worried about being the Nightmaster anymore. Like, don't don't worry about it. Yeah. So while this is going on, um, Diana and uh, Zatanna go to visit Cersei, who, mm-hmm. as we know, has the power of Hakate. Anna. Right. And um, they are looking for... Or they want more Drew. So that's what they're going after. Okay. So I love the fact that Tynan's taking all of the threads that he has previously established in his other books at yep. this point. Much like a writer should. And bringing them back together to interweave into dealing with like the overarching issue that was caused by DC Metal. Yes. And the fact that um Nabu is trying to take advantage of all of this. Mm-hmm. And then also dealing with the fact that Cersei has Hecate's power. Right. So I like, can't wait to see where this goes. Because it's like, how are they going to defeat... Dr. Fate? Yeah. With that, not really Dr. Fate, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I love this book, and it looks amazing. It's just such a great looking book.
0: Nice. Love it. Lucas Aragno says, What do you think about the Sandman Universe stuff? I'm trying to follow everything, but there are too many books. I'm thinking of dropping everything but the Dreaming.
1: That's what I've done. Um, What I would do is, if you were interested in any of the other Sandman Universe ones, um, I would just grab the trades of them. I would pare it down. I mean it's up to you. It's really whatever you're interested in. Like the dreaming for me is like the core book, obviously. Naturally. Um, but then again, people who are fans of Lucifer are going to say Lucifer is the core book. Yeah. Or people who are big fans of books of magic might say that it's the core book. Um, but the dreaming, I'm like super interested right now as to what has been going on with it. Uh, I love the idea that Vertigo is trying to go through this like resurgence and like bring themselves back to like their heyday and Renaissance. Yeah. Um, I'm just not sure about the lineup they started with it's just funny because I don't think DC wanted to relinquish the ability for them to publish Swamp Thing and Constantine yes. or Hellblazer those should have been they put in back there. into Vertigo yeah they could have given them their teeth back mm-hmm. and I think it would have helped to bolster the Vertigo line instead of just doing
0: just the were, game and th- well things that were stuff. fan
1: favorites but but that, not
0: strong sellers
1: yeah that that's my concern yeah
0: that's so. a fair concern. Uh, Taylor Pester says, probably, probably my favorite part of Just League Dark is the color. Oh, it's so good. The writing and <laughs> art are also on point, but the coloring is just so good.
1: It really is. You totally agree.
0: Matt Lemon P says, hey guys, do you think Cyborg works better when he's a full robot with a human head he now has, or more of a balanced design like Ivan Rice's or Doom Patrol? Um, I, I like Cyborg as an actual Cyborg. Like, he's half human, half robot. Um, you know. I'm used to him being like a like my favorite version. I think everyone's favorite version of Cyborg is the one from the Teen Titans cartoon show, yeah, where he is literally a robot with a severed head. uh, But I like him as like a half man, half robot. Okay, that's what a cyborg is. No,
1: I get it. I liked what they did with him, and this is like that. That's just you know what they did with him in that show in the animated series of Mm -hmm. Teen Titans. Like, I like what they did with it because it was like you know when he looked in the mirror, like, yeah, he, he, like there was very little of him that was human, but like he had the mind of a human and like, you know, essentially the heart of, a not the heart, but you know what I yeah. mean? Like he wanted to be a human that he could not be. Right. And so like, I think when you give him the part human part, it's like, well, no, I'm still, you know, a lot yeah. of things human. Right. And it's like, yeah, not so much. No,
0: that's fair. Uh, also, Lemon P says also dark Knight's metal back issues. Maybe I think, yeah, oh, it's yeah. happening. Uh, not right away, but, but, Sooner rather than later, I bought the hardcover about a year ago, uh, or less than a year ago, yeah. but a while ago. Uh, feels like a forever ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any other recommend or any other books?
1: Nope, that was it for well, me. by the way, this is something that never gets to happen. At no, the studio. it's
0: Ripley. <laughs> hey, Ripley, what's going on? Yeah, you know, we don't get to see the cats very much in no. the studio because they don't live there. No. Uh, the other book I want to talk about is uh, <sighs> the Batman <Yeah>. who laughs, laughs the grim knight uh, number one, it's called Grim Knight in Gotham. It's written by Scott Snyder and James Tyne IV, mm-hmm. with art by Eduardo Rizzo. Uh, Rizzo? And Rizzo, with uh, David Stewart on colors.
1: Yeah, I I, I kind of peeked through this, and mm-hmm. I know we talked about it a little bit, so yeah. looking forward to hearing a little bit more about well, it. Well, the
0: story is that the Grim Knight was handed Gordon and uh, by the Ma- Batman Who Laughs. It's sure. A, Basically treated as a spin-off tie-in with the Batman Who Laughs mini series that's going on right now, which is incredible, check it out. Mm-hmm. Um But this is the, ba- the the Grim Knight takes Gordon to a secure location where he plans on assassinating him, and the Batman Who Laughs is like, no. Because you're that's not part of the plan.
1: Right, but also it's like That's what happens. Well, okay, but No, like, but I'm
0: saying like but like that's that's the story.
1: That's the story. But and I was the, gonna say, like, for me I'm like I get it.
0: hmm Like, you don't like your Gordon?
1: Right. But, like, but like this isn't your Gordon. This is your
0: Gordon. No, and that's the idea. He, well, because he, the, and we find out why he's so pissed about any Gordon. Right. Uh, when we get his origin, which is in this issue. Uh, that's the Batman Who Laughs tie-in part. Mm-hmm. Where Gordon, our Gordon, is like, go ahead, take your revenge. I'm not afraid to die. And Batman Who Laughs is like, oh, we're not here for revenge. Like, that's not what I'm doing. Oh. Find out what I'm doing in the Batman Who Laughs. Gonna sale soon. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Grim Knight origin, it's funny because like when he shows up, when he first showed up with that jock art and like the fact that he has these guns and they infuse him with this Snyder sense of humor mm-hmm. and this like fourth wall breaking sensibility, it was very like fan favorite. A lot of people broke out with this character. They're like, Oh, what is the origin of the Grim Knight? How could they have waited so long to get to this character? Yeah. How how is he not part of like that other menagerie of dark Batman from the dark uh, matter universe or whatever you want to call it. But uh, Batman, he laughs as he was saving him for a special occasion, which of course is the series, I think it's just that they didn't invent him until just now. Uh-huh. Um, and it's because like you've got a multiverse, you can make all kinds of Batman. Uh, this, his origin is perfect. And the reason why it's perfect is because it's a brilliant execution of a, this issue and his origin is a parody. And it's brilliantly executed by Snyder and Tynion. Because if you look at this like superficially, you're like, there's nothing special about this. There's nothing interesting about this. There's mm-hmm. nothing even like surprising about this. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens in this issue is beyond expected. It's right. so on the nose and obvious. Everybody knows what's gonna happen and how it works. Yeah. How it happens. But like when you get into the nitty gritty, like, uh, Young Bruce Wayne, his parents are gunned down by Joe Chill, but Joe Chill accidentally bumps into a garbage can and he drops his gun and then Bruce picks it up and then Joe Chill pleads with Bruce and then Bruce says, shut up and die. Clearly, that line is supposed to be funny and it's supposed to be dumb and you're supposed to be like, oh, I see what's happening. The Grim Knight is not something that like we're supposed to be excited about or we're supposed to like take seriously. This is a silly like fun, kind of almost Deadpool esque joke. Okay. And as we go through this, the, the as uh, Rizzo's or Rizzo, Rizzo's uh, art is such that like the drawing of the Grim Knight is just the Dark Knight Returns, but with guns on him. Right. Straight up sh- pu- blue suit, little ears, big dude, square chin. It's so interesting to see like this kind of like takedown of frank miller's dark knight returns it's like a it's like a parody of him right. and a parody of the audience's expectations mm-hmm. you know like uh just picking any other batman dark knight version you know like oh uh, the, the the drowned batman yeah. is also a woman it's like she's so angsty and dark and, rah, and it's like that's supposed to be taken seriously and it's supposed to be like ridiculous but like with this they're like yeah you've seen all that you get it yeah this is punisher batman and punisher batman is silly and obviously, he is just like he is a plot device for the Batman Who Laughs, which is a character everybody really wants to read about. And the Grim Knight is a plot device that, when you when you begged them for an audi- for, for an origin story, they gave you like a parody of one of those types of stories. Uh-huh. And so that's really clever, and I think it's really interesting how they did it so oh the, so, you know obviously so batman's a bad guy right i mean like not a bad guy but a murderer so he kills joe chill and he obviously doesn't get as much training he trains but it's not quite as good because he's always so relying on guns and he's really good at guns yeah. and uh you know he's like he's got the he's got the police in his pocket because like the police are like good he's killing people just like how in like punisher war zone the movie you know all the police all the new york police department is like yay frank he's killing the bad guys less paperwork for me uh, but Gordon is like no, and so Gordon tries to do a, like a one man takedown of
1: uh, the Grim, Grim Knight. Knight. Okay,
0: and ultimately he succeeds, and it's actually a oh. it's a fun sequence where he like he Gordon like bribes people and like sets things up. He he sets up an original sting operation to catch Batman, and he like bribes cops to do it, and then Batman kills all of them, and he's like you're. Pathetic. And then Gordon just goes higher and higher up the food chain and eventually gets it like gets the governor involved, the National Guard, and they storm Wayne Manor. Yeah. And like Bruce Wayne comes out and he's like, What are you gentlemen looking for? And they're like, I've got you. <laughs> like Gordon's like, I've got a warrant. I have your Wayne tech. You're done. And then he beats the shit out of Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne isn't as well trained. Right. And he was humiliated. And it's like, you know, his line is like, I was. Like I I I need to kill this Gordon, right? Because I was so humiliated by what he did to me. He he took away like my control. Oh, the real thing was Alfred left him. Oh, like Alfred. Yeah, like, I saw that in there. I was like, 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 I can't stay with you.
1: He's like, this isn't what your parents want.
0: No, and he's like, I don't care. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, you know what this means, though. I'm I'm gonna detonate a a, a bomb I have in your flesh. And he's like, I don't care. So he lets him live, and then Alfred turns state's evidence over to Gordon. He's like, "No, your butler tra- betrayed you. I have everything I need on you."
1: So, how come he doesn't want to kill Alfred in this universe? Uh, he probably did already.
0: Like, oh, not Alf, not our Alfred. Yeah, our Alfred is dealing with the Joker right now. Oh, right. Plus, uh, we're dealing with exactly what happened in. Uh, the end of the last issue of Batman Who Laughs, right? Where Batman Who Laughs like gives Gordon to the Grim Knight.
1: Maybe, maybe the Grim Knight isn't just parody, but it's also a cautionary tale. Where right.
0: It's just like be careful this, what you wish for. Well,
1: because this Batman isn't as interesting.
0: No, he's not at all. Like he's so and like one note and one dimension. Right.
1: And like you, here, here is the thing you ask for. You ask for an origin story. That's all I got.
0: Right. Like, he's... Yeah, what are you going to keep reading about? Like, his totalitarian Gotham state? Like, we saw that. Like, we see it in this issue. And yeah. And it's like, we've, there's no story. Penguin's dead. Riddler's dead. Two-Face never became Two-Face. Like, obviously, all these characters would be dead. Like, if Batman could shoot people, he everyone who was bad would be dead. Yeah. And eventually, he'd be the baddest of them all. Like, that. that's not interesting. Yeah, right. You know? Uh, so, it's, it's, it's interesting how they executed it and how they were like is it, it, the problem is not the problem but like the problem when you're making a comic that's like it's, it's a cautionary tale you don't want this be careful what you wish for yeah Jean-Paul Valley Batman <laughs> is a parody of Image Comics in the 90s mm. and people went like this is the coolest and they were like Oh no! What have we done? Right, and they had to keep it going, and they just kept making him more and more ostentatious and dumb. Right, until eventually they had to bring back Batman. Kingdom Come, while it's a transcendental book and it's incredible and it's like it got different like applicability across like generations, yeah. it is a straight up condemnation of what Image was doing to the comic book industry at that time. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, Image of course did nothing but make the comic book industry better as a result of giving creators rights and giving a, a, a voice to people who otherwise wouldn't have one. Yeah. uh, And and self-publishing and everything. It's incredible. Uh, But in that very small window when Kingdom Come was coming out, Images, all style, no substance, Flash, because Mm -hmm. it was run by artists who were told that they were the reason people were buying those characters, were influencing those stories. They were influencing the books outside and in the big two. Mm -hmm. And Mark Wade was trying to caution people, like, this is not what you want.
1: Right, right, right. Be careful
0: of what you wish for. Uh, So I was worried that... uh, you know grim knight was going to become that where it's like look at what a joke he is people being like no and i got a grim knight decal on my car and i have a grim knight tattoo on my chest and right. i i think grim knight is the this is what batman should be batman should be a crazy murderer and it's like because he's so extreme because he's also looking like the dark knight returns which was at one point like the hardest edged batman you could imagine yeah doing all they're, they're getting it all out right so that you there's no there's nowhere else you can go with him <laughs> i love that so at first i hated it and I'm like oh it's actually kind of genius and I'm so glad because and of course because it's written by Snyder and James Tynesforth there's no way that's not what it is yeah okay so that's really cool that's great Uh, so with that in mind let's jump into some recommendations for books that are coming out this week Mm -hmm. tomorrow you should you can and should pick up Uh, I'm gonna go first yeah well well, uh, hang on Uh, okay (laughs) I'll just pitch this Uh, this is the first issue in a six issue miniseries if you liked uh the spider-man video game from sony uh-huh spider-man city at war is a comic book adaptation of the video game
1: don't really care for the cover
0: oh no it's by clayton crane he does incredible work it's crazy awesome he drew that Ghost Rider book with garth ennis uh his spider-man is his spider-man is uh he looks like that okay <laughs> so it's gonna be like weird uh, the interiors, uh, well, in any case, should be neat. It's written by Dennis Hopeless, so it won't be great. But, like, if you're looking for more stories in the Spider-Man video game universe, if you buy this, they're absolutely going to start doing more in that universe. Like, right. Because it takes, like, five years to make a Spider-Man video game. That, yeah, like,
1: they're going to want to tell... Well, they got to be careful with that, though. I know, I know. Because, but... like, if they tell too many stories, when the game comes out...
0: But... Injustice did the same thing and they didn't give a shit what happened in those games. Yeah. And it became a runaway success. Okay. I would do the same thing, by the way. I wouldn't even release this book. I'd make it digital only and Injustice the shit out of Spider-Man. Mm,
1: universe. Okay.
0: And then talk to the developers and be like, where do you need to be? Who can't we use? And there's, and everything else is fair game. Okay. Um, but Yeah. So that's kind of neat. Okay.
1: Uh, for me... Um, it- this is this is this. All my recommendations are tied to Conan this week because it is like the end of the month, so yep. it's kind of slimmer pickings for me. Yeah, um, Savage Sword of Conan number three, the Jerry Dugan story that's going on with Conan mm-hmm. again, very different, much more like you know the thief, like you know oh, we're having one solid adventure. Here's the story. This is all we're doing. Yes. Whereas Aaron's is jumping around. Right. I really wish I could have talked to you about that last issue with Conan. Oh yeah, it King was, Conan. It was about King Conan being king and how it, it's killing him. That's great. Because he's not a warrior anymore. No. And then he find, he like, they, they, they he's gifted a lion and he's gonna fight it. But the lion won't fight him. Oh. He punches him. And he's just like, oh, you recognize someone like yourself. <laughs> so he like keeps it as a pet uh. and they go on adventures and then he fr- oh, it's just That's so awesome. good. Anyway, um, but Jerry Dugan's um, different, just one solid story if you're looking for that. Um, it's good. It's fun.
0: Cool. <laughs> um, justice league number 20 comes out buy it you'll do yourself a huge favor by doing it okay this is the best the best first issue of justice league so far yeah was issue 19 check it out it's so great okay jorge hamenez's art is second to none one of the top three artists working today mm-hmm. on regular monthly issues uh it's written by scott snyder it's Mix your spit lick and it's in an alternate. It's just, it's just fun and ridiculous. Check it out. You gotta get it. You gotta get it.
1: Um, also, um, I look. I have not been reading Avengers No Home or No Road Home.
0: No, it's very boring. But
1: I going. I had the fifth one in my comicology I got to read it. Yep. Because I have to just know kind of what's leading up to this. Because it's, Avengers it's No Road six. Home Number Six is coming out. I'm not saying I'm recommending it. I'm just telling you I'm going to be reading it. Um, written by Al Ewing. Um, it's freaking Conan and Wanda Maximoff.
0: That's awesome.
1: Just yep. Dies.
0: Conan back at Marvel yeah. officially in the Marvel yeah. universe. Now,
1: this, they're saying it's an extra long Conan epic like you've never seen before. I have to get this. I have to read this. Yep. Now, here is Marvel being really smart. The same day that that issue of Avengers is coming out, they are doing a third reprint on Conan, Jason Aaron's Conan number one, mm-hmm. and a second reprinting on Jason Aaron's Conan number two. Such so a if you miss those, those, you can go back and grab them. Yeah, you can get I, them
0: all, you can go to your comic book store and be like, No road home six Conan number one Conan number two Conan number three will be there.
1: Yes, there you go. Uh, For me, that is just like I I can't wait to read that. I've been on board for Aaron's Conan anyway. Yep. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, just looking forward to it. It's
0: great. (laughs) Uh, And finally, my recommendation, my last recommendation is this could be it could be. Spider-Man Blue of this generation. Spider-Man mm-hmm. Life Story number one of six. It's written by Chip Zdarsky. This issue is done by Mark Bagley. Ooh. The idea is that there are six <laughs> it, there are six issues. Each one will take place in a decade that Spider-Man existed in, in real time. So the first issue takes place in 1962. Okay. Peter Parker's 15. He's just become Spider-Man or or he's he has been Spider-Man. Oh, so
1: it's just going to go throughout his life yes. basically. Okay.
0: So it's going to be Spider-Man in the 60s. It's issue 2, he'll be in this it'll be Spider-Man in the 70s, 10 years later. Okay, 25. So he's 25, 80s, 35, 90s, 45 and so on and so forth.
1: That's amazing.
0: And uh, it's so incredible looking because Bagley is at the top of his game. I read the preview and it's so good looking. His like Bagley is, is, is doing his best ultimate Spider-Man work. It looks so good.
1: Um, he's had a little practice.
0: He's had a little practice. He's got a (laughs) hundred, he's had 152 issues worth to try, but, uh, but it's so good looking. And Zdarsky's approach to this idea, his, this pitch is so brilliant and I'm so on board and I can't wait to read it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens but it, and if if the first issue sucks then we know where, to, where it goes but Zdarsky crushed Marvel 2 in 1 Zdarsky was a brilliant addition to the new Spider-Man series and spectacular mm-hmm. Zdarsky gets it and I'm really excited to see this premise I've never seen before right I've never seen them do this with Spider-Man before I'm so excited okay so
1: i'm excited that you're excited about spider-man well, i like to see you yeah, like, excited it, about that because yeah. he's your one of your favorites it
0: is one of my favorite characters of all time so which is not i mean like most people's favorite character but like it's great looking um i love that cover so great yeah peter's like maybe i should join the army and go to vietnam like it's just oh it's just neat oh, i'm excited so okay. check that out uh that's it, I guess. Yeah. So before we go, uh, because there's a couple of talk in the uh, converse, in, in the chat, I want to mention, if you are subscribed to this channel, make sure to click that bell to get notifications. And if you're not getting them, you know, check it and uncheck it. Just make sure your, your settings are all set to, and good to go. Um, but more importantly, if you are not subscribed, make sure to subscribe, because <laughs> uh, you want to know when these videos are coming out, because we release a bunch of videos Per week, and all of them are original, purely uh, organic content. Where we talk in depth about some of your favorite or least favorite comics that have come out or that are coming out or have come out in the past. Um, we are a channel second to none. There's no other channel like us out there, and uh, so I invite you to give us a try. Um, while you're doing that, if you are so inclined, you can also go to patreon.com comicpop and help support this channel. We're not in it right now, but normally we're at a studio yes. which is supported entirely by Patreon funds. Um, and that is a boon for us in this era right now where we're kind of in a secret apocalypse because a bunch of different larger groups pulled their funding from YouTube because of some chicanery going on. With, I don't want to get into it. But uh, everyone is on the decline right now on YouTube. And so the Patreon... Allows us to operate without too much concern. Well, I did mention, you know, we can't do like Legion superheroes or Justice Society on back issues, our flagship show, but we can still do things like what well, we did the Max, or we can do things like Witching Hour without, or DC Primal without too much concern, and yeah. we can keep the lights on over at that studio, so we can try new things and do new stuff. We just had a brainstorming session. We did turn Ben's visit into a work meeting. We did. It was we had great. a big old meeting about like. Uh, a new show that I've been planning for the last three years. Yeah. Uh, this is the closest it's ever come to actually happening. Yes. And I really hope we can make it work. Uh, so we'll see what what happens there. But we, we're only able to do it because of the Patreon and because of your subscription. Uh, and continued watching of the channel. Oh, so, no, of course. Remember, thank you so much for being here, for and thank, joining us live.
1: And thank you to all of our super chatters. And that our super chatters. Super helpful.
0: That goes right into the studio, to the machine that keeps Comic Pop running.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we also just opened up a Teespring store. Yes. That'll be integrated with the channel. Um, we've never tried the Teespring stuff. No, we're
1: going to, but we wanted to get it set up. We want
0: to get it set up so it will be available under videos eventually, like in the next 24 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Check them out. If you go to teespring.com, I think slash Comic Pop, you'll find them there. Um, but we're trying some stuff out. We're going to order some new product and see how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but new stuff in the works, uh, not just like us going places or us like, you know, getting new crap for the studio or for, for, the, for the sets, like genuine, original, like content and generation of, of said content. Yeah. So... Thank you all so much. And, of course, uh, before we go, just one, la- one last plug. Uh, if you like video games and you <laughs> like watching streaming, you can go to twitch.tv slash comicpoptv yeah. and watch Tiffany play Sundays and Wednesdays. They're a lot of fun. It's a very tight-knit community over there. Yeah. Uh, I, I encourage you to check it out. At the very least, just pop in and see how it goes because it's really fun and very collaborative. Everybody's hanging out knows each other. Tiffany will just, like, chat with you guys. Yep. And, and it, it's fun to watch her play like new stuff and I, it actually allows us to like get new it, it encourages us to get like games we would normally wait a couple of years to buy oh yeah like right now and yeah. so you can play them and everybody can enjoy them oh yeah so yeah. check that out over on okay. the purple channel
1: yeah you can see me stealth
0: yeah you're not uh, you're not the most stealthy person i the planet.
1: no stealthing usually just involves me running
0: just running <laughs> just Whoa, piped but uh Wrecked. yeah i <laughs> want to thank you so much for uh watching the show and of course if you're watching this after the fact uh you know Thank you so much for watching. Yes. Um, and of course, you can find this show on audio as well. Uh, before we go, there's a couple more super chats I wanted to mention. The first of which is uh, Comics Explained. Comics Explained. Glad to see the Comic Pop merch store posted on Facebook. I did post it on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Comic Pop official or Facebook.com slash groups slash Comic Pop. In the description, all the links are there. Uh, need a t shirt or hoodie soon. Also, you guys need anything from C2E2? I need to go. I need a ticket. Uh, I'm not going to. Just, I can't afford to go. But uh, I can't think of anything exclusive that's gonna be there. I just want you to have a great time. Take a ton of pictures. Yeah, have fun. Take lots it. of pictures, meet as many creators as you can. Even if like if you think to yourself, like, oh shit, like I don't I don't think I can carry on a conversation with Al Ewing, but I do want to tell him he's awesome. Just do that. Just they say really... he's
1: awesome. Don't feel like you have to you don't have to get a signature if you don't have something. Just, just be just like, Yo, yeah, I, and... I think you're awesome. Yeah, they appreciate it. Yeah. They really do.
0: So uh, have a great time. That's my recommendation for you. Mm-hmm. Mr. Roboto said, Did writers forget Swamp Thing is the White Lantern? Yes. Yeah or no, they it's... ignored it. Yeah, no, he's just he's just Swamp Thing. He's just Swamp Thing now. So, there you go. But uh, we want to thank you all so much for everything. <laughs> We're so indebted to you. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time with another episode. Of course, stay tuned tomorrow, Wednesday. Twitch stream, Elsewhere's Exchange, Back Issues, a lot happens on Wednesdays. So, at the very least, if you're thinking about checking us out, check us out then. We'll see you guys then. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. I am Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. <laughs>